0: Coffee Break French, Season 4, Episode 14. Bonjour à tous et à toutes. Welcome back to Coffee Break French. Now, if you're joining us for the first time, then you should be aware that this is quite an advanced course. There's lots more Coffee Break French on the website at coffeebreakfrench.com, where you can start from the very beginning and follow along with our lessons. I am here with my friend and colleague, Pierre Benoit. Bonsoir.
1: Bonsoir à toi, Marc, et surtout bonsoir à tous nos auditeurs.
0: Tout à fait. Comment vas-tu ce soir
1: euh, Je vais très bien. J'ai, j'ai pas mal euh, d'énergie ce soir.
0: Bon, moi aussi, moi j'ai la
1: pêche. Oh, la pêche. Avoir la pêche, avoir beaucoup d'énergie. Tout très bien.
0: Ok, donc cette fois-ci, nous allons écouter le mail de Sylvie. Encore un mail de Sylvie. Et dans ce mail, elle parle un peu de son
1: travail. Mmh.
0: Alors, écoutons ce fameux mail.
2: Bonjour maman. Décidément, tu ne changeras pas. Quand tu as une idée en tête, il est très dur de te l'enlever. Je te raconte une histoire très gênante et toi, tu vois tout de suite le début d'une histoire d'amour. Tant que tu y es, tu n'as qu'à dire que cet inconnu du RER et l'homme de ma vie Bon, il faut tout de même que je t'avoue que je l'ai trouvé assez mignon. En fait, ce n'est pas la première fois que je le vois. Je l'ai remarqué car il prend le même erreur que moi tous les matins à la même heure. Il descend à Saint-Michel-sur-Orge. J'imagine que c'est là qu'il travaille. Enfin, j'imagine. Enfin, bref. Ne t'emballe pas, maman. Tu sais que je ne me sens pas prête pour me lancer dans une nouvelle relation. De plus, en ce moment, je n'ai vraiment pas le temps. En effet, hier matin, j'ai été contactée par le directeur presse. Quand j'ai reçu le mail, je peux t'assurer que je n'étais pas rassurée. Je commençais vraiment à me demander ce que j'avais fait de mal. Cependant, M. Chazelle est quelqu'un de très professionnel et de très courtois, donc il a été très aimable avec moi. En fait, je me suis inquiétée pour rien. Il voulait simplement me féliciter. Il est apparemment très satisfait de mon travail. De ce fait, il a décidé de me donner un nouveau projet. Je dois donc faire des recherches sur les différents magazines de mode masculine dans le reste de l'Europe. Le but est de créer un nouveau magazine en France sur la mode masculine. Il y en a très peu. Je dois bien sûr faire une étude de marché afin de trouver les potentiels acheteurs. Ensuite, je devrais faire un sondage auprès de ces acheteurs pour savoir ce qui les intéresse le plus. Et bien sûr, je dois continuer à travailler sur les autres projets. Comme tu peux le voir, je n'ai vraiment pas le temps à consacrer à une nouvelle relation. Bon, et vous Comment allez-vous Je suis très contente de voir que vous faites de plus en plus de choses ensemble avec papa. Cela vous prépare pour la retraite. Sinon, pas de soucis pour les catacombes, je vais me renseigner. Eh ben, bien, dis-moi, j'ai l'impression que vous êtes inséparables maintenant avec Madame Gauthier. Pour le retour de Guillaume, je vais voir ce que je peux faire, car vu que c'est la première année que je travaille, je n'ai pas le droit de prendre des vacances, mais j'aurai bien quelques jours de RTT. Et puis le lundi 20 mai pour la Pentecôte, nous sommes en congé. A bientôt, bise, Sylvie.
0: Alors encore un texte très intéressant. Oui, avec plein d'expressions qui, qui me plaisent beaucoup. Et moi aussi. Donc nous allons continuer avec euh, la traduction, enfin pas la traduction, plutôt l'explication de ce texte. Et je vais le lire en anglais. So in this email, Sylvie is responding to her mother's reaction to the events which took place at the station. You'll remember when she bumped into Mathieu, and immediately she's kind of jumping to the defence.
1: Décidément.
0: She realises her mum's not going to change and she'll immediately look for potential new boyfriends for her daughter at every opportunity. Having made her protestations, however, Sylvie does admit that he was quite good-looking and then proceeds to give her mum more than a slight impression that she's noticed Mathieu before. Nonetheless, she reminds her mum that she's too busy to be thinking about romance at the moment – And all the more so since she has just been given a new project by Monsieur Chazelle, the the chief editor or the, the person in charge of publishing, who has been particularly impressed with her work since she joined the company. The plan is to create a new men's fashion magazine for the French market because there are apparently very few publications of this type in France. Sylvie, therefore, has to undertake some market research. And with her existing work, this is going to mean that she really is going to be very busy and therefore doesn't have time for a new relationship.
1: She
0: asks her mum how she's getting on and confirms that she'll organise their visit to the catacombs as requested. And she also says that she'll do what she can to come and visit her brother when he's home from Japan.
1: Je vais voir ce que je peux faire.
0: But she's not sure if she'll be able to because of her work commitments. And that's pretty much a summary of the main points of the email in English. Donc, maintenant, nous allons parler des quatre expressions
1: choisies par Pierre Benoît. Oh là là, et ces quatre expressions sont les suivantes, avec bien sûr la première. Donc, la première.
2: Tant que tu y es, tu n'as qu'à dire que cet inconnu du RER est l'homme de ma vie.
0: This is lovely. I really like this expression, tant que tu y es. Tant que tu y es. Now that "e" in there is the pronoun that means there. So literally, as long as you are there, or in better English.
1: Uh, While well, you're at it.
0: While well, you're at it, indeed.
1: So tant que tu y es. However, Mark, in spoken French, I think you would kind of squeeze it in and you would say tant que tu y es.
0: Tant que t'y es. Tant que t'y es. Tant que t'y est, tu n'as qu'à dire. So while you're at it, you might as well say, tu n'as qu'à dire. You only have to say, literally, que cet inconnu, that this unknown person from the RER, est l'homme de ma vie. Yeah. It's the man of my...
1: Dreams. Dreams,
0: yeah. In French, you say, l'homme de ma vie, ou la femme de ma vie, the man or woman of my life. But in English, of course, we would say... The man or woman of my dreams. Mm.
1: OK. Écoutons la deuxième expression, Marc. Et c'est une bonne expression.
2: Ne t'emballe pas, maman.
1: Bonne et courte. <laughs> bonne et courte.
0: <laughs> so, short and sweet, this one, ne t'emballe pas, maman. S'emballer, a nice reflexive verb there.
1: Uh, the first meaning, uh, when I think about s'emballer, Marc, it goes back to Horses.
0: And horses, uh, if they get a surprise, they
1: bolt. Uh Le cheval s'est emballé. Uh
0: But here, when we're telling someone, don't bolt, it doesn't really make sense. It's more that idea of, don't get carried away. Uh Don't get yourself all, uh, you know, don't take this idea further than than it it really should go. This whole idea of uh, meeting the man of her dreams. Ne t'emballe pas maman, don't get carried away.
1: It's nearly like, calm down,
0: mum. <laughs> <laughs> calm down, mum, yeah. But it's it's not the same as se calmer. Ah, no. Because se calmer is another reflexive verb which is used much more to do with behaviour.
1: Yep, calme-toi.
0: Calme-toi, yeah. Pour un
1: enfant, pour yeah. un enfant.
0: Calm down, calm down in that behavioural sense. Whereas uh, ne t'emballe pas, it's that carried away. Calm yourself,
1: calm yourself, for goodness sake. Okay. Yeah, she's already seeing too much in the future. She's kind of uh, predicting something's going to happen.
0: And I get the impression that she does that quite often, ah. perhaps with every man that <laughs> Sylvie comes across.
1: So Before we move on, Mark, remember that "s'emballe" ne t'emballe pas. In spoken French, the nerve will certainly drop.
0: Absolutely. So it becomes t'emballe pas. Ouais, t'emballe pas. T'emballe pas. It's just like t'inquiète, t'inquiète
1: pas. T'inquiète, t'inquiète pas. Most imperatives in spoken French, the "ne" will drop.
0: And remember what we said about t'inquiète and t'inquiète pas and t'inquiète could be used as an don't worry could we say tambal? no so it's no, just no, with that, t'inquiète that's interesting
1: yeah yeah I think t'inquiète is just a kind of a lazy way kind of a modern way mm-hmm.
0: okay we're going to take a short break there and we'll be back in just a moment In the Coffee Break French Season 4 podcasts, we focus on three or four of the main expressions and phrases used in the texts. And of course, Pierre Benoit and I discuss them. But we also produce an extended version. And in this extended version, we talk about everything in the text. So going through all of the texts and explaining all of the grammar, all of the vocabulary used there, and talking about that in an extended podcast. You can access that along with full transcripts at coffeebreakacademy.com.
1: What's up, y'all? I'm Cal from Watch Less, and this is a Stay Cast from A Cast. I know it's a challenging time for many, but please do follow your local government's advice. I'm based out of Jersey, and I'm currently staying at home and staying germ free. Hi, I'm
0: frazier from Watch Less, and I know we're all in the crib on lockdown looking for things to keep us occupied and obeying the rules of social distancing, but the upside is now is as good a time as any to catch up on the tons of great content out there. Why not try Complex's Load Management Podcast, available on the ACAST app or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, let's get on with the lesson. Okay. Let's move on to our third phrase here.
2: Monsieur Chazel est quelqu'un de très professionnel et de très courtois.
0: So why have you chosen this phrase?
1: Well, I like the quelqu'un de plus your adjective to to describe the person.
0: Because of course in English we don't say someone of courteous and someone of professional. We just say he's someone very professional, uh-huh. someone very courteous. Mm-hmm. And it's like something as well. Quelque chose de Très intéressant. Something very interesting. Donc, on a déjà parlé de quelque chose de, plus adjectif. Et cette fois-ci, c'est quelqu'un de. Donc, quelqu'un de très important. Mm-hmm. Someone very important. Quelqu'un
1: J'ai... de très amusant.
0: Someone very funny. Donc, toujours quelqu'un de, plus adjectif. Could we say here, Monsieur Chazelle est quelqu'un de très professionnel
1: et... Très courtois. Ah, I see where you're going with this, Mark. You mean not repeating the second de. Exactly. In spoken French, Mark, yes, it will happen, but this is not good French. You have to repeat the de.
0: So does this go for for all situations?
1: Well, je suis content de tes résultats et de ton enthousiasme.
0: So I'm happy with your results and your enthusiasm, yeah. In English, we probably wouldn't say and with your enthusiasm mm-hmm. second time round. Yeah. Mais en français, il faut dire oui. de à chaque fois.
1: Oui, oui. je suis allé à Paris pour euh, visiter les monuments et pour euh, voir mes cousins.
0: D'accord. So I went to Paris to visit monuments and, and see my cousin and mm-hmm. to see my cousin, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. good point.
1: That's interesting, isn't it?
0: Okay, let's move on to your fourth expression. Ah,
2: je n'ai pas le droit de prendre des vacances, mais j'aurai bien quelques jours de RTT.
0: So, a couple of things here now from a language point, but there's actually quite a lot to say from a cultural point in here. Je n'ai pas le droit de prendre des vacances. I don't have the right to take holidays. I'm not allowed to take holidays. So that's from the expression avoir le droit de plus infinitive. So, Sylvie... Si isn't allowed to take holidays. But then she says, mais j'aurai bien quelques jours de RTT. But I will have future tense of avoir. I will indeed have some days of RTT.
1: Ah, les fameux RTT. Tu peux nous les expliquer? Oh, well, that came up with uh, Semaine des 35 heures, Marc. So a 35-hour week. Yes, when the French people, they were kind of a new contract and they would only work for 35 hours. Okay. And hopefully this would give French people time to, to devote to more um, cultural and sporting or sport activities. Okay. Um, or sometimes get them as, as holidays.
0: Okay, so if you go over your thirty-five hours, those additional hours that you can do, you can add them together and take them at another time.
1: You can recoup them and add them to to a specific holiday.
0: Okay, it's it's what I would certainly call time in lieu. Mm-hmm. Although time in lieu, speaking to a Frenchman, <laughs> I should be saying time in lieu, time in lieu that I can take at another time and maybe to extend a long weekend or something like that.
1: Yes, and Mark there's an other implication of the RTT. Do you know about this?
0: Well, I think you're getting at the fact that if originally a working week was longer than 35 hours, perhaps 39, 40, even, even more perhaps, mm-hmm. then the amount of work that needed to be done in that time was staying the same, even though even though the time was reduced, which meant, of course, that the work wasn't getting done and therefore they needed more people to do the work thereby solving unemployment problems.
1: Yes, in theory. In theory, okay.
0: <laughs> so RTT, literally, it stands for Réduction du temps de travail.
1: Réduction du temps de travail,
0: Du oui. temps de travail, oui, okay. Oui. And uh, Sylvie is going to have some jours de RTT that she can take, hopefully, to allow her to see her brother. But there's one other thing that I think we should pick up on here, and that is the fact that she said « Je n'ai pas le droit » de prendre des vacances. Mais comment ça se
1: fait qu'elle n'a pas le droit de prendre des vacances Ah, it's because, Mark, when you have a new job, the first year of this job means that you are not allowed to take any holidays. Mais c'est affreux Eh oui, mais c'est comme ça, Mark. Oh là, les pauvres Et si vous demandez à beaucoup de Français, beaucoup de personnes vous diront, peut-être 9 personnes sur 10, que les RTT, c'est raté.
0: <rire> Très bien. Donc les RTT sont ratés. Literally the RTT are missed a missed opportunity. They they didn't work.
1: Well, they didn't go as as well as planned maybe.
0: OK. Très bien. Alors un peu de culture pour cet épisode. Oui. Et aussi bien sûr des des points de grammaire et de des des points de vocabulaire. Now, if you would like to get more out of your Coffee Break French experience, then don't forget that there is a full transcript of this text, both the text and indeed our discussion. So you'll get notes on all the additional language that we've used. Indeed, the entire conversation that we've had in French will be written down so that you can see exactly what we've said. And there's also the language study episode, which extends to over half an hour of discussion of every single phrase in this passage. And that's all available at coffeebreakfrench.com. You can find out there how to join up to become a member and access this additional material.
1: Voilà, donc c'est tout pour aujourd'hui. Non Marc, ne t'emballe pas. Comment ça Ce n'est pas tout. Ah bon Non, moi je voulais dire que je suis vraiment emballé par cet épisode. Ah, So we can use être emballé par, quelque, par quelque, chose. quelque chose. Yeah, that means you're really thrilled, you're really excited, you're really happy with something.
0: And could we use être emballé que quelque chose Oh, bien sûr, oh, subjonctif,
1: there. oui. Alors, je, par exemple, je suis emballé euh, que... Euh, euh, que tu, nous tu... finissions cet épisode. Oui, et que tu que tu viennes me voir le week-end prochain pour jouer du piano, etc.
0: OK, donc être emballé de, or être emballé par, or être emballé que. que plus subjonctif. There's a little bonus for you at <rire> the, the end of this episode. Alors, avant que nous ne nous emballions
1: trop... Oh, bravo, Marc. Mais il est temps quand même d'emballer l'épisode. <laughs> Emballer has got a different meaning there. Yeah, to wrap up. T'arrête très bien.
0: Okay, so we're going to wrap up before this gets a bit too ridiculous. Allez, au revoir tout le monde. Au revoir, merci beaucoup. À la prochaine.